Hey y'all, welcome if you're new and welcome back if you're not to Brand Camp where we talk about life and business with other self-made entrepreneurs. My name is Yaya and today we'll be speaking with the owners of Legacy Homebuyers LLC, Tyrone and Omari. They will be sharing how they got started in the real estate industry and their tips on how you can be successful if you want to start too. So if you want to learn more, this is going to be a juicy long episode. So get you pen and paper, something to drink, and we're about to get started. Okay, one quick thing before we begin. Don't forget to follow Brand Camp Media on Facebook for new episodes, good vibes, and business tips. Also, be sure to follow Tyrone on Instagram at, hold on, let me get this right, y'all, legacy underscore T. That's legacy, like the normal spelling, underscore T-E-E. And then you can follow Omari on Instagram at catchabag underscore O. So it's all spelled out the way it sounds. Catch a bag underscore the letter O. Okay, y'all, we're now about to begin. So for the people who are not familiar with your brand, can you tell us about your company and what you do? Well... Um, well, our company, the name of our company is Legacy Homebuyers. So uh, we're a wholesale operation. Uh, we do fix and flip and we have rentals as well. So we kind of have the whole thing, you know, going right now. But initially we did start out um, in Toronto, probably 2019, came together, partnered, um, and started out just wholesaling and we kind of scaled it up from there ever since. But uh, yeah, Legacy Homebuyers is our company. So what's the main thing that you focus on now, just so we know? Yeah, so the main thing that we focus on now is our rent, but it's, it's kind of all of those. I mean, we still wholesale. It is scaled down. We don't do it as much. Uh, we got up to about maybe five, six properties around there consistently every month. And then, um, you know, we built up a couple of capital, you know, some capital brought, off, brought on some private investors. And now we're buying about maybe five to six a month right now. So um, that's primarily. we actually up to. Just to add in, we actually up to like uh, 36 units now that we have, like that we actually own rental properties. Um, but like he said, we, you know, we we still kind of mix in the wholesaling, but we started out wholesaling. We, we wholesaled over a hundred something deals, you know, uh, since 2018. Yeah, since 2018 together at least. Um, and, and now we kind of took that into a different, you know, into a different level and started to build our legacy because that's what the name of our company is it's all about legacy so we, we just took that um and started to build like our actual legacy you know like our actual network uh as far as like real, rental properties going actually you know owning our properties right so for somebody who's not really familiar with real estate at which point do you feel like they should enter wholesaling or something else wholesaling for sure it, it definitely does depend i would say you know for the common person wholesaling because people you know like to get in things where it's no money down or little money down stuff like that i would say wholesaling is the way to go um it's quick it's fast cash but it depends on where somebody's at you know somebody could say hey i got my career i love it you know i, I just want to be able to kind of start to plan for me and my family for me and my kids then i would tell that person you know to hop into the rental game but if somebody just want to build it from the ground up want to go all the way i would definitely suggest them doing wholesaling first 
I agree with that. <clears throat> um, what I what I want to say real quick to add to that is that what ninety percent of uh, millionaires are uh, derived from from real estate. So anywhere you at in your life, if you don't have real estate investments, <clears throat> if you're not into it, no matter how much you're making, whether you're making three hundred thousand a year or whether you're making thirty thousand a year, like you definitely want to get into real estate at some point to build your you know your net worth, your family legacy. Right. Um, and 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 to begin with, like he said, is that wholesaling is more for people that's like, okay, they don't have a ton of money to invest in real estate, in, in real estate initially. On the flip side, um, you know, like he said, somebody that's making two hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand a year, they might have funds on the side where they like, I just want to buy me a property, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, make money off of that property and just continue to build my portfolio right so yeah, I think anywhere in, in people's lives whether it's you whether you're in the NBA whether you you know making 30,000 a year whether you don't have a job at all like Omari when he started this he didn't have a job at all um, so like it, 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 I feel like at some point in your life you should go ahead and get started with this because you're building a legacy you're building a network that you can't you know you can't beat yeah well how much money would you say a person needs to get started and wholesaling yeah let's just focus on that just the okay. wholesaling for right now how much for that um, and I'm glad you asked that because that's a good question because a lot of people do you know when they come out and say stuff about wholesaling they do say you know it's no money down it's, you know you don't have to use your credit whatever um, that's true because the first time that I, the first deal that I ever got in my life like I used no money no credit no nothing right um but to build in the business like you need to have something you need to have a little bit of cash right so um i would say at least a thousand dollars to get started as far as like a, a marketing budget um and that's just for you to be able to buy some lists to reach out to like you know certain um homeowners that's kind of in a in a pretty much in a pickle right they they in a situation where they need to sell their property and they need to sell it fast it's almost like you know and we'll go over this when we talk about more about what wholesaling is, but it's almost like a pawn shop. Like why does a, you know, a Super Bowl champion come to a pawn shop and try to sell his his ring for, you know, a thousand dollars, right? It's because he needs the money at the time, right? So you got, you want to have enough money to market to those people. Um, if you do have that, that's going to be better. There are ways to do it without money, which is which is pretty much, you know, going out, driving for dollars, looking for vacant homes and stuff like that. Um, and you can do it for less money, but you still want to have the ability to try to reach out to those people. You got to skip trace these lists. I think a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars um, starting out will help you at least pull a small list where you can call. You can knock the calls out yourself. Um, but it's not something that's crazy, right? You don't have to have like $30,000. You don't have to have no credit, right? <laughs> but if you yeah. now take it to the flip side, if you do have credit, you can put $2,000 on a credit card and do that, right? And it don't take out of your monthly flow of, you know, income. Um, and that's something that you can pay back tenfold, right? There's t- there's times that we spent $1,500 on marketing and made 50000 in a month, right? So that pays for that tenfold. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, when it, when it comes to this business, that's the reason why people say there's little to no money down. It really is little to no money down, right? Um, sometimes you can have no money down, but a lot of the times you need just a little bit to get you, you know, get you kickstarted. Um, but there's ways that you can do it without. Yeah. So just diving a little bit deeper. So what inspired both of you to take this route instead of other careers? I'll let O take that one. 
Yeah. Um, really, man, I had somebody, you know, I, uh, you know, I was close to and um, they, they actually made a career choice that kind of influenced mine partly, right? We, you know, we used to be at the career watching HGTV, stuff like that. And you know, I'll say one day, like, hey, what you think about getting into this? And um, at the time they wanted to become a realtor. I didn't want to do that. Um, a few months later, they ended up getting an investment property. I was over there. Like I didn't get paid nothing, probably like for the first year and a half, maybe. I was just working at, you know, they projects just showing up, running the Home Depot, doing whatever, just so I can kind of learn about it, right? Getting my connections up in the industry, stuff like that. And um, then I, I finally got my first flip. And um, even though I lost money on it, I, I was I always been an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like me, I I think outside the box, like I was a person only selling people Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I didn't like Yu-Gi-Oh. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. You know, it's me. <laughs> so I always knew kind of how to position myself and things like that. And I just did a lot of different stuff. And I seen this vehicle, and it's uh, it's real similar to other stuff that you know our community be involved with so i was i was it felt similar to me even though i wasn't deep you know what i mean in, in those type of situations it still felt uh normal to me i'm like oh i'm just switching a product out it's a house instead of you know something that's exactly gonna be, you know i, I mean? think i can add to that too bro just on my side just <clears throat> um Cause I'm, we both came from, we really grew up like right around the corner from each other, but never knew each other initially, right? We know the same people, all of that. Um, but it's crazy because like my side, my story is a little bit different. Cause I played, you know, basketball and I went overseas, played professional for a year. Um, and I just like, I never had nobody that, I, I didn't have nobody that influenced me at all. You know what I mean? So like, for me, it was like, um, it was the reality of like, okay, now I have to, because in basketball, even even in basketball, or where you know most of my people come from with the streets, it's like what you put out, you get back, right? So like, if you worth a hundred thousand, you gonna go make a hundred thousand. You get what I'm saying? Because you you're, you're showing what you're worth. Um, <clears throat> and so I got a job fresh out of like having, uh, fresh out of you know, working uh, playing a basketball overseas, and. Um, and I was just in a situation where I was like, what I'm putting out, I'm not getting paid for. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving more than I'm actually getting back. And I was used to my, you know, playing basketball. I was used to my role models, who was the, you know, the older guys, you know, in the streets, whatever it might be. I was used to seeing them, like, when they when they on the grind, when they on the grind, they getting back right what they grinding, right? But in the job, I was like, there's no way. I was like, I gotta find another way to get this done because there's no way in this job. Like, and I respect people with jobs, I do, but for me, it just, I just always saw it as like, you know, I'm using this as a stepping stone. Like I, I appreciate the job in itself, <clears throat> but I just never saw myself staying in that lane. Um, and I started to study it a little bit when I was overseas. I kind of, I bought, I actually bought some of my, a property when I came back from overseas, I lost money on it. I lost about $10,000 on it. And then I was like, damn, like, if I would have had the contracts the right way, I would have made 40000 You get what I'm saying? So that's when I was like, let me actually dig a little bit more into this. So then I got out to California. Um, once I moved out here, you know, I was able to focus a lot more, to be completely honest, because there was a lot of stuff going on in the city as far as family things and stuff like that. And once I got out here, I was like, let me focus on this and see what I can do with it. And I started making some solid moves in it. And then that's when I kind of ran into Omari. But like, <clears throat> what initially got me started was like, almost like a dire need to find something. 
that was gonna make my <laughs> yeah. situation work. Otherwise, I was gonna end up, you know, probably going the wrong route as well. <laughs> that makes sense. Completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, life brought you two together so that you can run this business. So, what steps did you have to take to officially start your business together? Oh, so so you can kind of add into this. So, I think one big thing is that, um, and and you can speak for yourself, but I know me at the time, I had just got into uh, a close relationship and just kind of severed. You know what I mean? We kind of ended on a not the best note. Uh, still all love, but we just didn't kind of see things in business eye to eye, which is okay, you know, but it was somebody that was close to me, so that, you know what I mean, that can hurt. So, um, I wasn't looking for a partner. I didn't want to, like, do a partnership. That wasn't my mind at all. I wasn't seeking out, like, who can, you know, do this with me. I was just like, look, I'm about to do this by myself. It's over, right, kind of mentality. And then um, um, me and T just ran into each other organically. That's the thing, like me and him just start doing deals organically together. It was kind of like, I always tell him, I use, you know, kind of this analogy because he hooped it, you know. Um, I grew up around that a lot too. So it's kind of like, you know, we both went to the park, right? And he was hooping and you know what I mean? I just hopped on the squad and me and him just started killing. And then we was like, dang, like we kind of work good together. You know, you want to keep running? And we kept running and we start running the gym. Then we start, you know, right, right. The same school. And now we, you know what I mean? That's kind of how it worked for us. It was real organic. We wasn't like looking to do that. It just happened. We don't work really well off each other. So we start that whole year, we didn't become a partner. When we start working together, we we was just kind of doing things individually. We were operating kind of like a partnership, but we still kept things individual for pretty much almost a year. And then we had the conversation like, okay, bro, like, where do you want to take this? Like, is it something that you want to do on the side? Like, what are your goals like after this? Like, are you just kind of want to, like, where are we at? So we had a conversation, we talked it out from there and we just figured out like, dang, bro, we really actually want to do the same thing, you know? Um, And then, you know, we kind of- I think that's a huge part of it too, because like, think about what people think about when they start up their business. Like, they're like, I gotta find a partner, I gotta go get an LLC. Like, we did that last. <laughs> like, we had, our, yeah. me and him had already made $30,000, $40,000 together before we ever signed, you know, on, on the live for an LLC. So I think people think because they sign up with an LLC that that means that you're doing business. No, that just means that you're in business. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, <clears throat> when it came to me and him, like, I think, like you said, we ran into each other organically. I had, I was just coming out of a partnership, so I wasn't looking for a partnership either, right? Um, I was, I, but but I had come out like with a dude that's still both me and his friends today, right? Um, but he just had kind of like he really didn't want to continue with the real estate, you know, wholesaling, right? So I had came out of it, and I was like, man, I'm just about to make all this money. I'm about to make the money on, you know, all these profits that I got this last year. Like I'm about to just make it myself then, right? Um, but then I ran into O and like, I think there's a couple of things to take from this. And, you know, cause everybody's not gonna run into it organically. We're lucky if you, if you ask yeah. me, because a lot of people in this business will say, don't partner up, right? And the reason why they say that is because you gotta find somebody that got the same goals as you and, and it almost had to be like a yin yang. And that's what it is for us, right? Where I'm good at, he, he might struggle at. Where he's good at, I struggle at. <laughs> You know what I mean, and you, you, and we noticed that naturally, and we're able to like, um, how do I say it? Like test each other, like, like, like 
push each other, get each other to work harder without it being an argument. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, I think just this week we just talked about, like, okay, what am I doing in the business right now? And then, like, like that just was a conversation that just organically came up. It wasn't like, oh, my mentor told us to have this conversation, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it got to be something that gels, for one, if you ask me, right? And then for two, you got to be sure that this is a good person. So you got to be sure that this is somebody that, like, what they want out of this business is the same exact thing that you want out of this business, right? Um, exactly. And that's something that we connected on from from day one, like, and it hasn't changed. Third is you gotta be dealing with somebody that got integrity, and I, I can't I can't express that enough. Is that like I didn't know Amari before this, right? I've had people come to me and say, you know, uh, this about Amari or whatever it is, and none of this ever has rang out true. But that could that could have stopped me, right? But no, I have like a I'm, I'm great, thank you. Um, I have I have like a great sense of like you know a good person if that makes sense. So if you don't have that great sense of a good person, rub it up off your wife, your your, your cousin, your yeah. whoever you know is in your circle that you like. Hey, I want you to you know sit down with me and this dude and talk uh, as we talk about this because I think that's maybe the most important thing in real estate because you can really get screwed over in these situations, right? Um, and then fourth is that it's like okay now that all of this is being said let's put this on documents right yeah. like so yeah. now that we're now that we're saying all of this you know yeah i want to do this i want to do that okay we're not going to take you know money out and do this we're going you know whatever we're going to put the money back into the business all right it's time to put it on paper and that's something that's hard for people because okay they go in business with their brother they go in business with their cousin or they go in business with their homie and that's fine i'm not saying that's not there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time, y'all can't argue if it's on paper. So exactly. if, if they say that, you know, no, nah, you said this. Well, no, nah, let's go back to the documents because here go the documents right here. I don't care anything that I hop in today. I don't care if it's my mom, my brother, my dad, anybody. I'm, I'm putting it in paper because you can't go back on that. You can't go back on your word when it's, in, when it's on paper. So I think those are the four like essential things to like having a good partnership and having it gel the right way. And then after all of that, it's like, like I said, the end goal at mine and gotta have that hard work, you know, in, ingrained in both of y'all when it comes down to it. Like can't be one person working way harder than the next person. You know, y'all should push off each other. When Omari's working hard, I'm like, damn, he got me this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, damn, he definitely got me this week. I gotta get back at him next week. Like, I gotta work harder. So I think that's something that's huge too. Yeah, yeah. And one, one last thing I just want to add to what T said. I, one thing for me too, to kind of establish that partnership is like, anybody, like a partnership is like a marriage, you know what I'm saying? In, in a way, you know? So like for me, like, I'm only gonna partner with somebody who's my dog, who I'm willing to go to war with, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. be give me about anything, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, just in any type of situation, like, hey, oh, you know what I'm saying? Keep fly out here because this is what's going on, bro. I'm there, you know what I'm saying? If, if, it's, if, if I can, it's like, for me, that was super big to me too. Like, do I actually like this person? Like, could I even hang out with them? <laughs> Right, right. Talk about business for a second, even though like, you know, we, we need to kind of keep that separate, but do I actually, you know, want to enjoy, enjoy that person with, you know, in my life? So I think that's super huge for me too. I would say that's the last one. Um, just to kind of piggyback off of what T said. But yeah, just, I mean, let it kind of happen organically. I would say any type of uh, advice for anybody, let it happen organically. Don't try to force it and um, 
you know, if you could try to position yourself to partner with people for sure, you know what I mean? Because some partnerships you might be looking for, somebody's way ahead and you can make partnerships happen and stuff like that too. But just make sure that you kind of follow those things. It's still got an organic feel to it. It doesn't feel very coarse and weird and stuff like that. Um, Cause it can just kind of yeah, tear up a whole business really. If y'all just got two right. different mindsets and want to do two different things, it's like, how you gonna grow, you know? I agree. Well, obviously, it took you guys time to decide to do it together. So what challenge did, what challenges did each of you experience when you first started in the business? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I would say, uh, man, I mean, it was, I, I guess, so, you know, it was definitely a challenge, but we didn't look at it like that at, at that time. I think that's a that's another thing I want to add to the partnership or just kind of that is like when y'all partner, like each person's weight it's like y'all wait, you know, like in a relationship, yeah. y'all might be arguing about something. It's like, look, it's me and you, babe, against the problem. Like, how are we gonna fix this? It's not like, I'm not trying to one up you and none of that. We're together always against the problem. So that's kind of how me and T did it. was like, all right, cool. Well, what have we got up against? Cause uh, I wasn't working. T was working at the time. I live mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. T don't live here, you live in Cali. So those are two, I guess you can say like things that we had to overcome. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well. I gotta do this because she just can't do that. He's three hours behind me right. going to work right now. There's no way he can do it. So I got it, even though it was fine, I wasn't tri- but it was, it didn't feel like a problem. That's what I'm saying. It was just like, okay, cool. What are we gonna do to make this work? All right, T, cool, bet. This is more, this is better for you to work on. This is better for me to work on. Let's start that. And honestly, kind of, you know, how we started out. And me and T got a lot of the same strengths too, but um, he got some strengths where I'm, uh, I have some of my weakness at, and it was some of the things that he was focusing on too while he was at work. A lot of the other stuff, <laughs> right, right, right. On the business and setting your stuff up, the structure, the taxes, the um, contracts, yeah. the uh, knowledge about how to do certain things, you know, stuff like that. So it really helped out a lot. Yeah. One uh, and the only challenge I can really think of was him trying to get me to quit my job. Like he was, he was saying it like every single day. Every day he was, he was saying it every single day. And I just had to, you know, I do have a family myself. So like, I, for me, it was like, I gotta have, you know, I gotta feel stable when I make this move because I am like the sole provider, you know, for us right now. So I'm like, shit, I, I have to make sure that it makes sense for me. You know what I mean? So I used to always say like, <laughs> make it make sense now. If it makes sense, I'm out of here, you know, whatever it is. Hey. You know, eventually we was able to do that. And like, honestly, we didn't triple to quadruple our business ever since I quit. And I wish I would have done it sooner, right? But 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 him giving me that push, I might've even stayed a little longer. You know what I mean? But him just being on my ass to the point where like, as soon as it was uh, just a little bit okay to do it, I was out. <laughs> and I think that was really our only problem. Like when it comes to stuff like that, like I said, um, we're lucky because, you know, you know, we might get in a little quarrel here and there, you know, where we like, you know, he like, bro, I, I definitely said that, you know, or something like that. I'm like, no, you didn't. He's like, bro, okay, whatever. Like, you yeah. didn't say it, but now what are we going to do? Like, yeah. like, that's both of us. Like, you yeah. know, we, we always like, okay, all that riff riffraff is, oh, that's cool. We can argue about it all day, but what are we actually going to get done to, to, to get the job done? And I think that's something that like, it just naturally came between the two of us. Um, I don't know what it is, but like I said, that's like lucky. That's why you gotta make sure the people that you get into business with, you know, that you feel that type of way about. Like you can pretty much, you know, he can check me about anything, family, 
you, you know what I mean? Like business, uh, my my habits, whatever it is, like I feel like he's comfortable to check me about, you know? And if you feel like that with your partner, like he said, on the flip side, definitely, when he had to do more things for the business, cause I'll, I'll keep it a hundred, like on the, in the beginning, he had to be doing more of like the hard, the hard work, like actually like, you know, being on the phones, like the pound out work, like the in the grind work, yeah. you know? And that make him feel a little bit better, I would say, to do that if you know he know on the flip side that he got somebody that's rocking for him too right so now that we we both you know 100 into this and i don't have no job whatever like i might take on something more of the load like hey throw me this now throw me that because you you already you already knocked this out for you know for the for the legs you know so now it's, it's it's a better position when it comes to that but yeah i would say that would be the only like little problem that we really had um but if you if you take care of that first step that we just talked about the partnership route then you won't have all of these problems, you know, persisted throughout your career, you know, your, your real estate investor career or your partnership, whatever you're doing, really. Um, because that's that's like step one. If you can take care of that, then the problems, you know, they just problems. Y'all y'all fighting them as a team. Exactly. I find it like you really, you know what I mean? Like you really, like I said, you know what I mean? You'll go, go to war with that person. So it's like more like, you know, you'll get in the scroll with your brother or whatever. But it ain't it ain't that deep. And so like, you know what I mean? You moving on, y'all watching TV, y'all doing whatever, 10 minutes later, you know what I mean? So it's none of that yeah. stuff It's just us figuring out, okay, what happened? Can't figure out what happened. What are we gonna do? Like T said, what are we gonna do just to move it forward? Like this is what it is right now. We both in it together. Whether I didn't do it or you didn't do it, that's not really the point right now. It's like <laughs> right. to move it, you know what I mean? Now and then I think that really helped just that mindset help because we don't get Oh, into the ego shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know yeah. if I cuss on here, but No, uh, you can't. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't come to the ego shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I said it, I did, you know what I mean? You'll be doing that for 15 minutes now. Y'all both mad and y'all don't work the rest of the day because of what? You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of the stuff be minuscule, you know what I mean? It don't even be worth all of that. So me and him think quick on like, okay, well, cool, whatever. I'm not really tripping on that, but what are we gonna do? Like we just change the channel, you know what I mean? And then it's exactly. and we're like, all right, cool. Well, it's what we can do. Or, oh, you really didn't do that. You know what I mean? You got to follow up with that. I'm like, all right, cool. That's, yeah. And I think one thing too, here's one huge thing is that you got to be able to just take accountability. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you didn't do something, you know, if you ain't working hard, you know, if you forgot it, you know, if whatever, that was your responsibility in a way. So instead of like, you know, like, that's one big pet peeve of mine, just in my normal life, like family members or friends, like when they can't take accountability, like, it's like, yo, you said that you was gonna do that. Why are you mad at me that you didn't get it done? Why are you mad at me though? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like right. you said, we agreed on, like we 100% clear about. So um, me and him both would do that, but like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do that, my bad, you feel me? Like that is on me. And then yeah, being able to do that, that another person feel a hundred times better too. It's like, oh yeah, okay, they own that. And then they gonna go and fix it. Like it just make the relationship better. Cause y'all both know, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. It's also nobody um, by doing that. Well, diving deeper into the industry side of things, what are the top essentials to be successful in real estate? So you can take care of that. Yeah, I can I can add to that because one big thing, and it goes back to the partnership, but this is with everything in your business, not just, you know, your, your actual, you know, CEO partner, your owner partner. That goes all the way down the line. So, like, I think number one is, like, building the right team, right? Because 
you can say you did it from scratch. You can say I did it on my own. You can say self-made. You can say all that. But when it's all said and done, you know, there's a team behind that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that team is huge, especially in real estate, because, like, for instance, I'm not in Indianapolis anymore, right? So, like, I haven't been there. I mean, I've, I've come every year, like, a few times, but I'm saying, like, I haven't lived in Indianapolis in six years. So, like, I have to be able to get business done there. There's no way I get that done without a team, right? Omari's in Indianapolis, but at the same time, he's doing so many things to like work on the business that it that it's hard to work in the business, if that makes sense. He can't go to every single part. There's properties that we forget about, like we haven't been out to, that we bought. You know what I mean? Because our team is so strong. They didn't already went out there, seen everything. They didn't already sent us the pictures. They didn't already, you know, said it's, you know, it needs this much work, whatever it might be. So I think number one is having a very solid team. And that's all go back to kind of like the partnership uh, conversation is it got to be people like that. That's the only people that's on our team right now, currently, seriously. Um, and then for two, um, you know, you got to be willing to get past adversity, which we just talked about. Um, and I think that goes, you know, that coincides with being able to take constructive criticism. You get what I'm saying? So like, there's gonna be days that you don't wanna work. There's gonna be days that we get, we get very bad news and we get really good news all in the same week sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, damn, that's messed up. And damn, that's great. So you gotta be able to, you know, get past that adversity, push past it. Cause you know, something is right on the other side, right? Um, communication is, one of the most essential things because you got to be able to communicate it really soon. Like you have to be able to communicate with your partner, with your team. You got to be able to communicate with buyers, with sellers, with even with people that's like, you know, interested in investing in your business. You know, we go to sit down with some people. They want to know what's going on. They want to, they want to know the same thing that we, that we telling you right now on the podcast. They want to know how we operate they want to know our team. They want to know what types of properties we buy. You got to be able to communicate. So if you don't know how to, you know, that's a situation where you got to work on it and at the same time you might partner with somebody that's great with communication like you know what i mean but you definitely need that as far as being successful um raising money is, is one, the fourth thing that we that we kind of had as far as that goes because you, you'll tap out of your money in real estate when it's all said and done like nobody's the richest man in babylon <laughs> you know what i mean so like you gonna need at some point, you're going to use other people's money to invest in your deals, right? Um, and if you can get the key to raising money like a lot earlier, a lot sooner than later, then, you know, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll eat your dinner a lot sooner, if that makes sense. Um, and that's and that's coming from us because we wish we would have reached out a little bit earlier, you know, before we had such credibility because there's people out there interested in investing all the time. But raising money is something that's huge. Um, and then last but not least with what we just kind of talked about throughout the whole entire partnership conversation is um, integrity. Like, you got to be dealing with somebody that's integrity, you know, somebody that when you're not watching them, you still know what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. huge. Like, the integrity is one of the biggest things because this dude deal with, <laughs> on a monthly basis, he might deal with forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 that I don't see. Like, he just go pick it up or he might, you know, transfer it to this or or I or I got access to the same account I might transfer 10 out I might do this like we have to be able to trust each other we have to be able to know that this bracket I might see it go out but I'm like I don't even have to ask him you know what I mean like I don't even have to ask him what's that for you know eventually I do but like if you got to be on that like 
and you got and you trying to succeed in your business, you trying to raise yourself as far as like the real estate investment business. I mean, it's gonna be very hard. You got to worry about that type of stuff. So you, there's people out here, you know, doing people wrong. They try to, you know, get an extra two. Do- Two thousand, ten thousand on a deal with somebody, or they might be trying to, you know, um, talk behind their back. Whatever it might be, like it just integrity is not something that you want to lack as far when, when you're in the real estate business. Because especially in Indianapolis, I don't know where the market. Everybody that's watching this channel is from, but especially in Indianapolis, word travel way too fast, way too fast. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely gonna get seen. It's definitely gonna get heard, and you're really losing out on money when it comes yeah. to that. And two. Like Tyrone kind of just talked about in between us that integrity, but also how you do business with 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 other people. Like I I, I know that T is not gonna come to me and try to be like, hey bro, we can do this. And it's something that's like canavin or something that's like real, like um, just not the right way to do business. You know what I mean? Like he said, words still travel. So I know that he's not on that. He's know that I'm not on that. Even if I have happen to go to a meeting without him or whatever the case may be, he know that, you know what I mean, we're gonna provide a good service. We're going to do what we need to do. We're going to um, be confident when we walk in. You know, I'm not changing my voice. My, my, my chest is out. I'm here with it, but I'm not going to um, turn my integrity for money. You know what I mean? I'm, it come and go. And the thing is, you do it that way, then you end up losing it. Yeah, you'll get a lot fast. We finessing everybody, yeah. but then you'll lose it like that. It's not lasting. And um, it's just not, it don't even feel right. You know what I mean? I feel good when I get my stuff the right way. So. Yeah, that's with anything. So how important is appearance, reputation, and communication when working in real estate? Yeah, I think when it comes to that, the world is always changing. So like when it comes to appearance, like yeah, 20 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, like your appearance mattered like crazy, right? <laughs> um, as soon as somebody see you, you know, they like, well, he don't got no fresh cut or he don't got on a suit, so he can't be what he say he is, right? Um, but I think these days it's starting to change up a little bit, right? So like you can be, you can wear what you want to wear. You can wear the stuff. You can still be the person that you want to be, and don't have to, you know, change up just just because, you know, you're a real estate investor. If that makes sense, right? So, I think appearance-wise, yeah, you don't want to be out here looking like a fool. I'm not saying that, uh, but also like, you know, you don't have to be out in a suit and tie every day. I know for a fact, me and Amari not, right? You know, sometimes you know I will clean up. You know, if I'm if we doing something. It makes sense with it, you know, a gala or some or something like that. But like, um, when it comes to appearance, I think it's, it's it is important when it when it when it's like, okay, what what does your business look like on the front end? Not really you, you know what I mean? Because I know millionaires now. They're like we just sat down with last last week in Arizona that like you would never know they was a millionaire. You would never know that they own thirteen hundred properties and all this other type of stuff, right? Um, so I think when it comes to appearance, it's like, what is the appearance of your business? What is the credibility of your business on the front end? And I think that jumps into the most important from that is reputation and communication, right? Um, so like your, your reputation, you know, you always want to keep that. There's nobody in this real estate business that can say that legacy home buyers have screwed them over. You know, there's nobody. I mean, there's nobody, 
right? Um, so I think that's something that's huge. Like, there's been times where we could have made 40, 30,000 on the deal that we didn't make it on because we didn't want to overstep our boundaries and, you know, lose our integrity on the deal, if that makes sense, right? Um, and so there's been times that people tried to, you know, reach out to us around people that we like, nah, that ain't gonna work. You know what I mean? Because I think, especially, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying this, but especially in Nap, like, I don't care where you live at in Nap, Indianapolis, wherever, if you're in a city like that, I mean, it only take a couple times before everybody know that you burning bridges out here. And you know what I mean? So I think, Meek said it the best. He said, <laughs> they burning bridges, they want you to send the boat where they do that at. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, for real though, but on a serious tip, like, nobody's out here trying to do business with people that got a bad reputation. The first thing they're gonna do when they ask about you is like, okay, what, what is, y'all know about this dude? I just had somebody reach out to me today and say, hey, have you done business with this dude? You know, and I was able to speak good on them. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna keep it real. If I have to speak, if I have to, you know, I don't like talking down to nobody, but I might say, hey, that just ain't my thing. And people know what that means for me. Exactly. You know, because they know our reputation, they know our communication. So I think that's huge as far as those two guys that Omari covered the communication, but like those two things as far as, you know, appearance and reputation, is that's, that's how I feel on that topic for sure. Yeah. And I would say, just try. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what you look like, you can live in here how you want to and, and things like that, but you you try, you show up, you know what I mean? You're not just gonna show up from you know playing basketball at a at a, at a unless you know your clientele is that. You know what I'm saying? Unless you know this person, you used to hoop every day and y'all got some type of connection, then you're saying, Hey, right. you know, I just got done hooping. That's cool. But you're not if you don't have that type of relationship or rapport built, no, go over there it's something decent. Don't just be kind of ignorant about it. You know what I mean? Use your common sense. You go go pull up pull over on it, you go into the house, something that might have your logo on it, just a button down or just something decent. You know, it doesn't have to be that all the time. I'm not trying to give you a what to wear, but you know, just you want to try. You know what I'm saying? Um, if a person can know that you try and you keep showing up, then that's all you need. Then that communication, your confidence while you're there with them and letting you know that you can deliver on the service. And then once they do go with you, you actually do what you say you're gonna do. And if you run into hiccups, you let them know like, hey, look, I know I promised this. This is what we running into, but here's the solution, right? So it might take a little bit longer, but you're updating them all along the way. So their whole experience is good, even though they may have went through some hiccups that they weren't expecting, but it's because your communication and your um, honesty is there, you know, your confidence is there and just, you're still leading them you lead them to the, to the finish line, you know what I mean? And they trust you. So um, the, the, the clients that, you know, we're meeting with, this is not like, you know, a, a lawyers or, you know, some these this mom and pop people, people who are in different situations who, you know, maybe got a house inherited or they're behind on their taxes or they're going through a divorce. They everyday people just like me and you, you know? So when you connect on a level like that, but also let them know, like, I do mean business. And this is what I, this is what we stand for. And this is what we can do. Most people say, okay, you know, I like this person. Let me give them a chance. It's more very relationship based versus you being um, the cleanest person that you worried about is your beard line right. all the way to the T. You know what I'm saying? Before you go in there or whatever it is for ladies too. So try, but don't spend a thousand, you know, put in the action and put in the work and just, you know, work work more on your confidence than, than even that. You know what I mean? Um, that's yeah. what you're going to trust. Well, 
you guys have been giving advice the whole episode, but I want to know what's the one thing that you wish someone would have told you when you first started about getting into the business? What would you say, T? Man, that's a tough. That's why I told you they brand camp. Y'all, y'all asked a good question. <laughs> oh man, um, stuff out. Man, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> one thing that I wish someone told me. Um, well, I'll start with I'll start with two things, and that's gonna be credit. I wish people told me the importance of credit before I got in. Like, not just tell me, "Oh, you gotta get your credit right." Like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what that means. Um, I wish they had taught me the importance of credit, um, and then the importance of like ownership. Um, and to be honest, like I own, I learned. I want to say to 2016, 2015, about like really like owning stuff. Like I saw my my pops, he owned some stuff, you know, some properties back in the day. He's in the streets, blah blah blah, some studios, that type of stuff. But like really, like I started to really watch Nipsey when I got here in Cali, and he really was talking. I'm like, why he's so obsessed with like owning stuff? You know what I mean? Like I really didn't understand that, you know. And then I'm like, damn, now I get it, cause shit. You own a block, like for instance, we bought a, a block of 11 properties in Indianapolis. Like anything that happened in that county or in, a, you know, in that neighborhood, like we gonna be a part of that. <laughs> we gotta be a part of it because we own so much over there, right? So that, so that was another thing is like teaching me the importance of ownership. Okay, why, why do I want to own all this, or why do I need, you know, good credit, right? You you can leverage you instead of having, you know, 500k cash you can have 500k cash with good credit and leverage 3.5 million 4 million with that yeah. you know what I'm saying with good credit so it's like put yourself in a better position by having you know knowing the, the, the effects of credit and then knowing as far as ownership like why do I want to own so much it's about building your legacy it's about actually building your net worth you know it's about actually having a say so right because I still Anything that happens in, in a place where you have ownership, you have to be considered. <laughs> and God ain't making no more land. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if you own the most land, it definitely wins. Yeah, I would say even to piggyback off of what T said, number one, that is that too. I think the credit thing, I agree with you on that. And oof, well, I definitely <laughs> knew the importance of leveraging it. You know what I mean? Like if you got the credit, now you can go and get this, or it looks good to a bank, so a bank can go and give you this, and it just makes things easier for you because you got capital or stuff lined up because people trust you. That's all credit is, is saying, hey, how much do we trust you, right? Yeah. And if your credit is good, the bank is like, oh, yeah, you know, you look like a good, solid person. We trust you with this. You know, whatever you got going on, it probably makes sense. So we'll lend you this. So the importance of that, like Tyrone said, but also the other thing I feel like I wish I would have known getting in or I feel like... I should add a better concept of is the relationship. Like, like you don't have to know how to do everything. You know what I mean? Like you think that because you don't. Mind you, you should touch everything. You should feel everything. You should have an idea about everything. But you don't have to be an expert in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. These people who own Fortune 500 companies, you think they know how to do everything in their business? Hell no. Ain't no way. No way. Matter of fact, they don't know nothing. <laughs> but you know what they know how to do that they idea communicate and they know how to go and get the people who can bring yeah. them to their vision that's what they exactly. know how to do. that is the skill you know i didn't understand that part of it i didn't understand like 
a part of like I understand networking. Yeah, you go to an event, you eat some more dirt, you pass such a cars, you shake hands. You know what I'm saying? That's my idea of networking. So I'm like, no, like this person or this type of person can help our company grow. This I'm not really good at. Let me go and find the best person at that and try to put them in position. So it might take your leadership, it might take you to be able to sell, you know what I mean? You're not selling in a bad way. We all sell every day. We're like, hey, where you wanna go eat? I wanna go eat this, I wanna go eat that. Y'all selling each other, right? It's it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Think like, for me to say that, like you wanna sell somebody to come and work with you or work with you, that sounds kind of a little like, damn, you know, bad, but it's, it's not. It's like, hey, I need this person and it may not be that person. They may tell you no, but you know what you're looking for. And if you can go and put the right pieces in place, you can build a multi-million dollar company. You don't have to know how to do everything. And me starting out on my journey, I thought that I had to figure out everything first. And um, now I'm just starting to see, like, I'm like, like Tyrone said, some properties we bought, I, I haven't even seen them. And I'm here, I'm here, I haven't even seen them. Um, I don't know what the tenant's name is. No, I don't know when their lease is up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know every Do I got to touch? Do I got to post? Can I check it? Yeah. But do I have to? No, you don't have to be in it that much. And I think that slows people down because they feel like they got to do or know everything. everything. And then they doing everything and you're not outsourcing and you're limiting your way to actually grow and scale it. Only way me and T was able to scale it is because we got a great team that knows all that stuff. So me and him can focus on other things that can continue to help us grow. But now we know like, okay, cool. We need to consistently focus on these things and sharpen these skills. And if we run into issues where we're not good at them or we're um, gives us anxiety doing it or whatever, let's go and get somebody who's great at that, pay them, treat them well, and then they'll rock with us, you know, and that's yeah. that's where the CEO entrepreneur mindset. That's how you scale. That's what the right. big, that's what the big dogs do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I definitely want to do a part two on this. So I just want everyone that's listening now. We just want to know where can we learn more about your services and your referral program. Yeah. Um, so you can. Number one, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I'm on, uh, me and Tyrone are on Facebook. It's my name, Omari Zeppelin. Um, and Tyrone Johnson, you can find us on Facebook. You can shoot us a message there. So kind of personal tip. Um, we do have a homeownership program that we have been kind of work, uh, starting here in Indianapolis too. So if any of you are in Indianapolis and you're like, hey, you know, I don't have the best credit. Um, I do want to be in homeownership. I like it. I don't know if I want to do real estate, but I do want to own my own house, right? We do have a program where you can do that. Um, we will work with you. So you can find us on uh, Legacy Home Buyers LLC. You can find us on Facebook there. Our agents should be able to speak with you and help you out um, throughout the way and let you know um, how our program kind of works. Not the cheapest, but you know, we can't get you into something that's nice that you feel good about. So that's kind of on the business side. And if you want to reverse into it, I think the best way is reaching out to either Tyrone or myself. Um, and then we can, you know, kind of keep track of things and, um, you know, make sure that if it is a referral or something like that, then we can pay you out or, you know, definitely take care of you. So I would say that with social media uh, and uh, Instagram, uh, it's legacy underscore T. And then uh, Old Speak, you can find us on there too as well. And don't okay. feel and don't feel don't feel bad about reaching out and asking us any questions because we, I was the person asking 
quote-unquote dumb questions at some point right so don't feel bad about reaching out to us asking questions or even if you want to provide us with some you know properties or even if you want to like throw something out to us like one thing i would say is like when you're reaching out to people whether it's us whether it's anybody is like if you're trying to do business with somebody or anything like that like provide them value on the front end and most definitely they gonna think about you right <laughs> yeah. um so I, I definitely like like he said reach out to me on instagram i i get that i get most of my dms on instagram a lot quicker um legacy underscore tee and then obviously he's o speaks on on like on um on, on instagram as well but i appreciate y'all for having us yeah absolutely I hope you enjoyed the episode. Be sure to subscribe, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, whether you're in the middle of a desert or on a plane. You really shouldn't be on your phone on a plane, but that's neither here nor there. Just be sure to subscribe because new episodes are coming and we're about to start recording a new season. So more tips, more vibes, more good conversation.